Okay, good morning, everyone. We have very limited time, so we will, a good chodesh to everybody, we'll get started. Share should be for a foolish lame, for Eitan Moshe, and Chaim Esther, Chaim Levin, over y'all, and for a Elin Shama, for Chaim Esther, Tila Basra, Gabriel Pinchas, and for Chaya Mechla. Okay, good chodesh, everyone. Okay, first of all, we retreat tomorrow by Saxon Hashem. We'll be giving a shear tomorrow on Zoom. Where's Steve? Is Steve here? You can take, you'll arrange it. You'll send that. Okay, 8.30, Mr. Shem, tomorrow by Jonas and Sachs will be giving a share for us at 8.30 here. There'll be a screen here. There'll be a screen. Do we want to use the boardroom? Is there a screen there to use? Yeah, so how about, I'll, I'll speak where we go over. We'll get the boardroom. Okay, so maybe we'll try the boardroom tomorrow at 8.30. On the high school. The first floor. First floor. Given your yichas, you have to know the whole campus inside and out. Yes, yeah, really. <laughs> okay, uh, so we we are a few lines on Testament Bay's right before the Mishnah, just a few lines. <clears throat> so it says, um, okay, so about uh, let's see, we just finished talking about the topic of uh, taking all the gold and the silver of Einasulus Mitzrayim. We are Eke Asher Eke. We'll see why I say that Eke Asher Eke, and not pronounce it the regular way in a second. We're smack in the middle of the narrow lines on Testament Vase. The Gemara says Eke Asher Eke. I'm like Rosh Baruch Hu LeMoshe. Lech Emor Lohem LiYisrael Ani Hayisi Imochem B'Shibud Zeh Vani Eye Imochem B'Shibud Malchios. Rosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe to say to them, not tell Ben Israel. Not only will I be with you in this sheep, and am, am I with you in this sheep? Meaning Mitzrayim. I will also, that's the first Eke, and then Ba'ani Eke, Imochem Bishibud Malchios. I will also be with you in the future. In other words, this is not the only um, Shibud, only uh, servitude you're going to be enduring. The double Lashon, it says Eya twice, not only am I with you in this one, meaning I'm about to take you out, but I will be with you one in the future. Moshe wasn't too happy about this. I'm on the fun of Moshe retorts. It's enough that what we're enduring right now, what we're going through, you're telling me now, that you're being the snobby, you're telling us that in the future there's going to be another one, it's enough right now we're dealing with. Don't go ahead and get them upset and frustrate them, saying not only we can get you out of this one, there's going to be another one. Who are you? We don't want to worry about the next one right now. Right now we're enduring this, suffering through this one, that's enough. Tell them, meaning only say it once, the word, he's the one that sent me to you. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch says, you're right, I won't mention, why did the Pasuk, basically, why does it say twice initially, eh, yeah, and then HaKadosh Baruch responds only once, because he obviously took Moshe's advice, so to speak, and he said, you're right, so then just change it from eh, yeah, sure, eh, yeah, to eh, yeah, meaning I'll be with you in this one, not to even mention the, the future one. Similar to this, the Pasuk says, by we know when Eliyahu was uh, trying to defeat and disprove the Nevi'e Abal, the 400 Yidin who were following the Baal. We spoke about in Har Carmel. He made the deal. You guys bring a carbon to your God. We'll see if he responds. I'll bring a carbon to Godesh Baruch Hu. We'll see if he responds. And whoever, the God that responds, he will be the ultimate winner. We know that Eliyahu made it even harder himself. He doused the entire area where his carbon was in water. And still, Godesh Baruch Hu came and devoured his carbon. And eventually, all the Yidin said, Hashem Elokim, and that's why we say at the end of Yom Kippur seven times. So Amar Bivol, Aneni Shemeshen, Aneni Amar Bivol, Lama Amar Liyol, Aneni twice Shleipamim, Milamid Sheamar Liyol, Lefnei Kodesh Baruch Hu. 
Obviously, the connection is that it said a word twice, just like it said Eya twice. Here it says Aneni twice. That's the connection of the Gemara. He says Rebbeinu Shel Olam Aneni Sheteirid Eish Min Hashemayim. When a Kodesh, when Eliyahu Kivyachos is making a tnai a deal with the Kodesh Baruch, he's pleading with him. First, Aneni answer me once Sheteirid Eish Min Hashemayim that you should go ahead and consume my uh, my carbon and you will consume everything on the zbech. Aneni a second time Shetasiach Daitam Kideshul Yomru Masik Shafemayim and go ahead and try to. Undo their das, meaning remove their das, their their yetsar favodazara, and that they shouldn't say that what what happened to my carbon is my sikshafim was was sorcery and, and magic. Let them realize that it came from you, the ultimate source of of, of ms and power. You should go ahead and turn their hearts back, meaning get rid of their their uh, their yetsar favodazara, and they should come be mishabed and and oved of the akadosh Very quick before we, we start the mishnah. The Shulchan Aruch, just for all the Sofrim wannabes out there, so the, in Safras, the, in Yoridea, Simon Reish Ayin Vav, the Shulchan Aruch says as follows, says, Kishetov al-Kumas, we know they have a quill, and Dio is the ink. It says when it comes to writing, when a Sofer writes a, a Sefer Torah, when he first dabs the, the quill into the ink, he should never write Hashem Hashem. The first word with a new supply of ink, so to speak, in the quill, should never be Shem Hashem, in case it smudges. It says, Maybe you're going to have, you know, when you open a pen sometimes, or you leave it idle for a long time, when you first write, it's excess ink and it smudges. He says, so never write the first word with a new supply of ink, should never be Shem Hashem. And then in Sif Katan Tess, it says as follows. He says, you're not allowed to even erase one letter of the seven names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And listen to what he says here. Not only is the word Elokim, but if it says Elokecha, the suffix, the Chaf Sufis, or Elokechem, for example, Chaf Mem, you can never erase that either. In other words, not just the actual core root of Shem Hashem, but even the suffixes. And why am I bringing it in here? And listen to what he says here. He says, Ve'elu Ashiva Shemos. These are the seven names that our Kodesh Baruch that have that Kedusha. Havaya, Shem Adnos, Eloka, Elokim, Shakai, Tzvakos, V'yesh Gorsin, he brings from the Torah, Gamkein, Ehekasher, Eheka, this Pasuk. Says the Torah that this Pasuk is also one of the Shem Hashem. What we just brought in, says the Torah that, brought by the, brought by the Shulchan Aruch, um, actually, yeah, Rabbi Shulchan Aruch says that even that we would not be able to erase. So that has the status, and that's why some people say Eka Asher Eka. So I wanted to bring that point home. Okay, correct. Eka Asher Eka. Correct. Correct. So now we're starting now the new Mishnah. So the Mishnah until now, the first Mishnah we're in the second Mishnah of Shas. Now the first Mishnah discussed with Kriyashma Shel Arvis, and now we're going to start from Kriyashma Shachris. The Mishnah says Me'ei Masai. When is the when is the is the first time I'm allowed to go ahead and say Kriya Shema? We says Bishach B'chav Kumecha. We've dealt with Bishach uh, B'cha. Now we'll deal with Kumecha. So the first opinion is Misheyaker Bein Tcheles Lelavan. With a time where it's light enough that you could differentiate between white and blue. Meaning, again, we discussed in the past, we have Alos. Alos is dawn, the very, very, very earliest time that's defined as morning. Then there's something called Nates we discussed. So just to give you an example, today, um, Nates in Miami was, uh, sorry, Alos was 542, and, um, and Nates was 650. 
So now we're going to discuss in between that time from 542 to, to, um, to 608, no, to 650. Sorry, 542 to 650 was, was Alos, and then you have Nates. Now we're going to talk about a time Yishayake. Yishayake means when you can recognize, you have the first hint of light, but the sun is not, the dome of the sun is not in the sky yet. So what is the earliest time one can go ahead and say Kriyashima? So the first opinion is when someone's able to recognize in Tcheles that's the Chachamim. Rebbe Lezer, Omer, Rebbe Lezer says the next opinion. No, not between Cheles and Lovan. That's too easy. That you don't need a lot of light for. But blue and white is a pretty stark contrast. He says, rather, Ben Seva Lekarti, Ben Cheles, sorry, Lekarti, between uh, sort of like uh, the teal of the Cheles and the color of a leek, which is much more similar in appearance than blue and white. With the obvious understanding is that it's a little bit later in the day, so you have a little more light shining down, so that you're able to differentiate even two closer colors. And listen to this, and the Rebbe Lezer continues, and he says, The time you can go ahead and, re- and say Kriyashma is specifically from Mishayaker. Now, Mishayaker means when you can recognize. Either, wait, we have two opinions, right? Either between Tcheles and Love and Tcheles Lakarti. Rebbe Lezer says, Tcheles Lakarti, between two shades of blue, so to speak, blue-green, which is a little bit later, a few minutes later, but you only have until Netzachama. It's such a short window for Rebbe Lezer. You have, let's just say, the earliest time for, for Shema, for, uh, sorry, for Tefillin and Talis this morning was 6.09. So you would have basically from 6.09 to 6.50, according to Rebbe Lezer, to say Shema. What happens if you say it afterwards? It's not so practical for all of us. So Rabbi Yeshua says, Adsof Shal Shal. So when is the ending time? He disagrees. It's not till Netzachama. He says until three hours. She came Derech Melachim Laamod Besof Shal Shal. Because that's the normal time we say Uv Kumech when you get up. When do Melachim get up? At the end of three hours. We'll get to this, back to this in a second. The last line of Mishnah says Hakori Mikan Ve'elech. Anyone who reads after the end time, either after the end of after Netzacham or Kuntra Lezer or after three hours, again, assuming it's a perfect day where each Shazmania, each, when you divide the light hours of the day by 12, each is defined as a Shazmania. So in a perfect day from six to six, let's say the autumnal equinox, this would be by nine o'clock. Um, <clears throat> if you read after that, you didn't lose anything, meaning you don't get the mitzvah of Kriyashma, but as if you're still learning Torah. Now, what, why does the Mishnah have to tell us this? Before we get into the Zmanim, what's the Chiddush here of telling me that if you don't read Shema, at least you're, 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 you're saying Torah, you don't, you don't lose anything. Isn't that obvious? It's Rabbi, tell me the Rebbe Yonah asked this Kasha. Right, it's obvious. What are you telling me? The Chiddush that if I, learned, if I say Shema after the hours, I, I didn't lose anything. Of course you didn't lose anything. So they answer, there's a Gemara in Gittin, and the Afsama Chamed Beis, that says... Anything Anything that's written down, we're not allowed to say Balpeh. We have Torah Shabbat, we have the written law, we have the oral law, Torah Shabbat. Anything that has the status of Torah Shabbat, one cannot say Balpeh. Shema is the exception. So Shema, since it's a mitzvah saying Shema every morning, we're allowed to go ahead and say Shema, even Balpeh. Once Shema was afforded that status, says Talmud Rabbeinu Yonah, then even if you're saying Shema, not in the context of saying Shema for the mitzvah Shema, because the time has already passed, you're still allowed to say it Baal Peh and you get credit for it. In other words, normally you're not supposed to re- recite, recite um, anything from the Torah, Baal Peh. But Kriya Shema is obviously in the Torah, all three parshas are in the Torah. But since you're allowed to go and say it for the purposes of Kriya Shema, for the mitzvah Kriya Shema, you can say Baal Peh, even, so it's, a, it's afforded a special status now, so even if you're not saying it, in the context of fulfilling the mitzvah, you're still allowed to say it Baal Peh. So okay. It means Godam Kore Batorah. 
Oh, beautiful, beautiful. It's the three hours from Halosa or... Not just learning Torah, Carpentari, what? Three hours from Halosa or... Okay, so we can get to that next week. That's the Gra and the Magen Avram. That's exactly why. So just because you brought it up, we'll really discuss this. This week, today I want to start with the beginning time. We only have a couple minutes. We're going to talk about this. But basically, do you start... The Magen Avram says we start the 12-hour day, meaning the Shalzmania, from Alos until Tzais. The Gra and the Balatanya, I'm throwing that in there for you, the Balatanya, they believe that you actually start from Nates until Shkia. So if you just... Therefore, think about it. If the... Even though the time will be shorter for the grow, also the hours, because it's a shorter sunrise to sunset, it's supposed to dawn until stars coming out, but it also starts, the three hours start also at Nates. Therefore, the grow is always about a half hour. Sofsman Kriyashma for the grow is always, for the Vilnagon, is always about a half hour to 40 minutes, 40 minutes later than the Magen Avram, because the, the bookmarks, the bookends of the day, according to the Magen Avram, starts from dawn until say Sakochavim. So the three hours start from dawn. Would start today, the three hours would start from, um, what did I say, 542. But according to the Vilna Gon, it would start from 650. So you always have more time. We'll get to that next week, okay? So now I want to discuss a couple questions. First of all, what is the relevance to, we have very limited time today, what is the relevance to, um, what is the relevance to Tcheles? In other words, why are we saying Kriya Shema has to do with Misha Yaker? So the Gemara Menachas, the Mem Gimel, says something beautiful. It says, the Pasuk says, Uri Isem Oso, Zechartem is called Mitzvah Hashem. Uri Isem Oso, you will see what? What are we talking about? Sittas, obviously. Uzechartem is called Mitzvah Hashem, is referring to Kriya Shema, because it's in the context of Kriya Shema. So that's why they tie Tcheles and Lavan. When you see Tcheles and Lavan, that's the time to go ahead and say Kriya Shema. The Ramban says something a little bit different. The Ramban says, because that people don't get up, don't forget, we live in a very different time today with lights and cars and everything. People never used to get up while it was still dark outside. It wasn't safe. So they only would get up once, actually, they were able to see at least a friend. Meaning, when they're able to be, there's some light, they can recognize, if I see Shlomo's face, I can recognize his face. So it only makes sense, but when you get up, when there's a little bit of light outside. By the way, what is the opinion, Tosfos says here, what does it mean when you can see... <clears throat> Actually, we're going to get to it in a second. Let's see. Um, let, let's, let's do a little bit of the Gemara, and then I, I, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about this, uh, about the Machlokas. So the Gemara continues. My Bein Tcheles Lavan. What does that mean when you differentiate between Tcheles and Lavan, between blue and white? Elam, we're talking about Bein Gvava the Amr the Chibari, the Gvava the Amr the Tchata. Talking about you have a, a couple, you have a, 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 a bundle of wool that's white, and a bundle of wool that is, that is blue. You don't need much light, even under the stars, meaning even on, while it's dark outside, you could differentiate between blue and white. It's such a stark contrast. You don't need any light. That can't be what it means. No, you're talking about you have the same bundle of wool and parts of it are dyed. It's a very inefficient dyeing process. Part of it is dyed white. Part of it is dyed wool. And in the same bundle, you're able to be chalik, not two separate bundles. If it's such a stark contrast, if the whole bundle is blue and the whole bundle is white, you don't need light for that. Even under the star, the sky, uh, even under the light of the moon, you can see that. But it's talking about where you have, in, within the same strings or the same bundle, you have parts of it that were dyed efficiently and parts that were not dyed efficiently. Gemara continues. No, <clears throat> it is Mishayakir when you can recognize but not, nothing to do with tcheles, but different types of animals. Different types of animals. Either between a kelev and a dog, which is a similar, between a wolf and a dog, or between two different types of donkeys. 
And the fifth opinion, so so far we have two opinions, Mishayaka, between either white and blue, between uh, Tcheles and Leek, or you have, according to Rabbi Meir, you have, when you can differentiate between a dog and a wolf, and when you have enough light, and Rabbi Kiva says when you have two different types of donkeys, and Vacherim Omer Mishayiros Chaveiro Rachok Dalaramos. The Chaveiro is the last opinion. They say it's when you're able to, to discern your friend's face from four Amos away, and what does that mean? What kind of friend? So Tosos points out, if it's an excellent friend, you would recognize him even earlier than that. If it's someone you see once every three years you know, on the boardwalk in Miami for Pesach, then it's not talking about that. Talking about someone who's an acquaintance you see from time to time, that's the type of friend. Because if you never saw him, even within four hours, you wouldn't recognize him. If you see him all the time, you'd recognize the way he walks, the way his, his mannerisms, you recognize him even earlier than that. So we're talking about a, um, you know, an acquaintance, not necessarily a good friend and not a stranger. So Amar Rav Huna Halacha Kacherim. Rav Huna Paskins, the halacha is like a cherim, that the earliest time one can go ahead and say Kriya Shema in the morning, when there's enough light after, this is all after Alos. Alos is the crack of dawn. This is all after, about 15 to 20 minutes later. And <clears throat> I'm going to say one more opinion. Amar Abaye, Abaye says as follows. He says, uh, he says, Litfilin kacherim. Abaye says, Rav Huna said the that the time to start is Mishiachas Chavero Dalaramos. Abaye says, that's for Tfilin. But when it comes to Kriyashma, I mean, the earliest time we can put on Tfilin is Mishiachas Chavero, when you're, there's enough light to recognize your friend. So Abaye disagrees with, with uh, Rav Huna as far as Kriyashma. He says, by Kriyashma, Kivasikin. No, we follow the, the, the minog of the Vasikin. Rashi says these were people who were on, 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 on they were, um, uh, they were, on, um, that's what I'm looking for. I say plural. On anovim, I know they were anovs. They were they were very humble people. Anovim, I don't sound grapes, right? Um, they, they were very humble people, and they went went ahead and they davened early. The Amar Yochanan Vasikin, these were the people who loved mitzvah so much. How you in osa imanetzachama? They would finish kriyashma with sunrise, so that they can go and say shmona esrei right after sunrise. So really, so kriyashma should not be said until if today alos was five forty two. Mishayake was about 6.09, but Nates was 6.50. They should not really, you shouldn't say Kriyashma, says Abaye, until about five, six minutes before Nates, before sunrise, about 6.44 around, so that you can finish Kriyashma with Nates, and you can say Shmona Esrei right after Nates. That was the point. The point was to always go ahead and say Shmona Esrei right the earliest times. The reason, Makdeemon, the first time, one can potentially say it, which would be right after Nates, right after sunrise. And therefore, since we know we need smicha, skula, tefillah, we have to always go ahead and sort of juxtapose Kriya Shema next to Shema Nasrei. And therefore, we'd go ahead and say Shema right before, right before. Will he say that that's why the Mishnah used the word Vigomra instead the of... Vigomra, very good. Vigomra, right. You, you want to finish it then. In other words, you can start... Right, in other words, you should time it perfectly. If it takes you four minutes to say Kriya Shema and Brechos Kriya Shema, the Rambam is going to say a tenth of an hour. We'll see that in a second. So it would be about six minutes, assuming it's the perfect Shazmani. But the Gomra, in other words, the whole point is the emphasis, as Dr. Michelle saying, the whole emphasis is finishing it on time so that's all for Shimon Esrei. Say Shimon Esrei right after Nates, and that means right before Nates you're saying, you're saying Kriya Shema. Tani Nami Hachi, Vasikin Hanyi Gomra, we have a price to support this, Vasikin Hanyi Gomra, and they will finish Kriya Shema in Hanitzachama, in order that they can go ahead and be so we'll speak about the virtues of that next week. And we're talking about the same that you're saying Shmona Esrei, that's Tefillah, 
um, in the first, in the beginning of the day. We know that Gemara says, in the first dive in Tainus, what is considered when we go ahead and we dive with Avodah Shabalev, we go ahead and we do the work, we toil of our heart. It's talking about Tfila, and that's referring to Shimon Esrei. And the last passage before we get into, uh, I don't know if we'll have time today. Summer of Uzera, my crow, what does the passage say? We will finish with when will, when will Yira Shemayim come upon the person? When he finishes Kriya Shema, and that's with the Shemesh, when the Shemesh rises. The second part is talking about Mincha, but the first part it says you should say Kriya Shema when the, first, when the sun rises. In three minutes, we'll go through all this. So there are five different opinions. We said either you recognize the time to start Shema's, either Mishiaker between white and blue, either between green and Tcheles and, and Karsi, or we saw between two different types of animals, or Achim says we can recognize a friend. So it happens to be that there are two ways to understand this. When we say the halacha, the abaye, first Rav Huna says halacha ka'acherim. Good, richok dalad amos, until you, have, you have, and see your friend for four minutes, uh, four, uh, four amos away. Question is, when we say that the halacha, abaye says the halacha is like, like, the, like the vasikin for shema, but tefillin is for the, for the when you can see your friend Mishiaker, does he reject or does he accept? Meaning, is he rejecting the first opinion that we say that Kriya Shema starts at Mishiaker. Is he saying, no, 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 it's with Neitzah Chama, or is he saying, no, really, you can do it from Mishiaker, but the optimal time is Neitzah Chama. So in fact, the Rambam paskins that the optimal time is really, not the optimal time, the only time is before Neitzah Chama. He says that Abaye is arguing with Rav Huna. Rav Huna says, that you have until, you, when you see Dalet Amos, when you see a friend Dalet Amos, that's the time to say Kriya Shema. Says Abaye, according to the Rambam, no. Really, he's arguing on him, and he's saying the halacha is you say Kriyashma ben Eitzachama. Whereas m- most Rishonim hold that he's not really arguing so much with, with, Rav, with uh, Rav Huna. Really, you can say Kriyashma from Yishayakir, but the optimal time is before Eitzachama. So, how do we paskin? So, in fact, it's interesting. The Rambam says, and I'll read the Rambam right quickly. According to the Rambam, you should say Kriyashma right before Neitzachama. Interesting, the Shulchan Aruch does not pass him like the Rambam. He usually always follows the Rambam. He does not. He actually says, When you see your friend, Dalaramos away. And he says, Mitzvah min amufkar is to go ahead and read like the Vasikin. So, the last question is, is it better to go ahead? <clears throat> it's not better, by the way, to go ahead and miss. In other words, so we said, according to all the Shitos, uh, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that it's better to go ahead and say Kriyashma by Nates, but one can say it from Mishayakir, right? Okay, you can say it as early as time to put on Talis and Tefillin. Ideally, say it before Nates. So the question is, <clears throat> what about if it's a, it's a Shas you have an emergency, you're not able to. And he brings quite a few examples. He says, if you and used to travel by caravan, and if the caravan's going to leave without you, what is the earliest? Can you say it even by alos? So the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that under extreme circumstances, you can say Kriya Shema as early as alos. Again, that would be today, 542, not the 609. But, but ideally, once you go and say it before Neitzachama, you can say it as early as Mishayaker 609. But in a Shasat Chak, in an emergency, you could say it once the crack of dawn is there. Again, not the best case scenario. If, if you, <clears throat> under extreme circumstances, so you can say it then. So ideally, before Neitzachama, you can start as early as Mishayaker, meaning 609, but in extreme circumstances, if you're going to be put in danger or you're going to miss your traveling with a, 
with a caravan, so you won't have you won't have safety when you travel. Then you can say it as early as five forty-two. Sorry, we had very little time today. Mirz Hashem tomorrow, Rabbi Sachs, and then we'll pick up on Tuesday, Mirz Hashem. Eight thirty tomorrow, Mirz Hashem.